Welcome back, World History. We have another podcast. This one I'm calling Isms, because we're going to be talking about a few different isms, including capitalism, socialism, communism, and a little bit of Marxism. Um, but to start off with, let's talk about the progression of government. And this isn't necessarily the one-all-be-all way of government, but um, at least this is the way people felt, or you know, more communists felt this way. But um, anyhow, um, since we're kind of getting into communism, this will be from maybe their eyes a little bit, but a little bit of both perspectives. So anyhow, old school government would have been traditional government. That would have been a master-slave relationship type government. Then we get into the feudal system, which hopefully you've all gone over before in other grades. But the feudal system would be like the lords versus the serfs. You have the end-all, be-alls, and then you have the serfs, which is like modified slavery. So we're basically like traditional government 2.0. Then you get into capitalism. You have owners and you have workers, or the bourgeoisie and the proletariat. And then you have socialism, where the government owns the means of production. And then you have communism, this so-called ideal form of government where the public owns the means of production, meaning we all own everything. It sounds wonderful and idealistic and so forth. Um, so let's Let's, let's do a little rewind here and do a little starter set for us here. And this is, um, let's go over Marxism. Because this is kind of like the basis for the whole socialism-communism thing. So, um, But anyhow, Marxism, definition time, is an economic and social system based upon the political and economic theories of Karl Marx and Frederick Engels. And they kind of identified that there was, they looked at it as like, hey, look, there's society with the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. The proletariat are the working class. The bourgeoisie, the elite. And I always think of it like this. Bourgeoisie through the B, and I think of big business bourgeoisie. So it's like the elite, the business guys, and whatnot. So they don't really, Marxism says, look, this is the problem with stuff. We don't like having these haves and have-nots, these owners and workers and stuff. So Marxism is kind of seen as the opposite of capitalism. And Marxism operates under the belief that the public should have ownership of the means of production, distribution, and exchange. So Marxism kind of advocates communism. So, and they say, look, under ca capitalism, the working class, they basically have their, they, they own only their ability to work. So they sell themselves, they sell their own labor kind of thing. So, you know, Karl Marx and Frederick Engels, they kind of identify the problems with society and where they think society should go to and so forth. And they outline all these ideas in their book called The Communist Manifesto. And basically the themes of this book are that, um, that class struggle drive, you know, historical change, you know, so like the haves and the have-nots. And so the idea behind Marxism is that we need to get rid of this classes of the haves and the have-nots, and we need to get rid of capitalism. So capitalism, the whole idea is they exploit the proletariats, and you know these people and, and these bourgeoisie own the means of the economy and the production and so forth. So we need to get rid of that. So um, here's a, a little bit more breakdown. They say, look, all things in life. All society and everything can be explained through class struggle, the haves and has-nots. And this is kind of their economic theory, and it kind of gets lumped in with social classes and politics. Um, but first and foremost, this is an economic theory that we're going to. So um, anyhow, using the ideas of Marxism, we start to move towards socialism. 
So based on the ideas that capitalism is bad and we need to find something, we move towards socialism, this economic system, and it uses government ownership of the means of production, meaning like factories and so forth. Um, and then, therefore, the government directs the economy, so they make all the decisions. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. This is we still have some problems here because the government is the haves, and the people are like just, you know, the people, and they do all the work stuff. And also through the socialism, it uses social welfare programs to promote universal employment and health care and pension and stuff. So everything is controlled by the government. Once again, we still have some issues with this. We'll get into that. That so that kind of gets solved with communism in theory. Um, but anyhow. Back to socialism. Your basically of socialism is it's an economic system where the government owns all the means of production. And it is seen as a stepping stone to get to communism. So we go from capitalism to socialism to communism. And now if you remember, capitalism, the government is hands-off business. Allez, laissez-faire. Oh, oh, oh. So then socialism comes along and says the government controls the businesses, but the concerns of the people are in their best are in their mind in their best interest. Now communism, the concern of the people is in the mind with the people having control of the means of production. Okay, that sounds a little kind of weird there, but basically the people control everything. There is no leaders, it's just all a whole bunch of people working together and all sharing the same things. Okay. Um definition wise, I guess, here is a socio-economic, meaning social and economic structure, and political ideology that promotes a classless society. There are no haves, there are no have-nots, everyone is the same. And it has it's all about common ownership of the means of production. We all own and have the same things. And this was influenced by the ideas of Karl Marx and poor Eric Engels. He, didn't, he kind of got left off there. So... It's generally kind of seen to be a branch or extension of socialism, but there's there's problems with this. There's there's kind of a lack of motivation and um, a, a lack of like incentive to do better. It's like well, if we all own the same things, no room for individual achievement. Because if I do well and make more money, well, that money goes to everyone at the same time. So I don't get rich; everyone gets rich, which that's great because I mean you want to help other people. But you know what happens if I don't work too hard, then I'm mooching off other people. Or I work hard, but other people mooch off me because it's technically all the same pot that we're putting money into. So therein lies the problem with true communism is that, you know, someone has to hold the money. And if no one's working hard to make that money in the first place, you just have tons of incentive and motivational problems. And we're going to do an activity in class that illustrates that maybe even better than I can explain it here just on a podcast. So moving on with communism a little bit more, just to give you a little more breakdown, because that's what we're moving towards better understanding of. The official religion is kind of a lack there of religion. They're all atheists or atheism. And they, you know, Karl Marx and so forth, they regarded religion as, quote-unquote, the opiate of the masses, which means like the drug of the masses. And it's designed to kind of keep the poor in their place and under this delusion, this drug. At least that's how they they view it. And, you know, overall, communism is doomed to fail, according to legendary rock star from the 60s, Frank Zappa. He said, communism doesn't work because people like to own stuff. People don't want to share stuff. They want their own stuff. And, you know, like I said earlier, even more so it doesn't work is someone has to hold the money bag even in a communist-style society. And whoever holds the bag is technically anti-communist because they've put themselves above everyone else. 
Now, that being said, there are some goods in society and some things that everybody should own, that it shouldn't just be one person, like water, for example. No one should own water. That should be free for everyone. It's a general like, necessity of everything, of everyone, so everyone deserves to own water. But clothes, people should own their own clothes. That shouldn't be a communism thing. You don't, shouldn't share clothes. Good Lord, I don't want to be sharing underwear with people. Um, so different goods should be owned by individuals. So anyhow, in a communist society, who makes decisions? Everyone. So we need to have democratic control to to, to figure out these decisions, and, and this is where we have problems with communism. So anyhow, um, a la the American way, let's talk capitalism. So we alluded to this, but we haven't talked about it fully. Here's definition time of capitalism. An economic system in which the wealth or the means of producing wealth are all privately owned, not public-owned or commonly-owned or state-owned, meaning laissez-faire, government hands-off business, let do. So we have businesses, they thrive and they get bigger and they hire people, people make money, and maybe they can turn that money around and own a business later. And this is the American way, and it's the idea that if you work harder, you prosper, you know, you are rewarded. And... A distinguishing feature, each person owns his or her own labor and therefore is allowed to sell the use of it to employers uh, or even become an employer. And that's the idea of commun- or capitalism sorry, and kind of the opt of communism. So anyhow, there is the very quick version. I see it's coming to about 10 minutes here of the differences between capitalism, communism, socialism, and kind of the framework of Marxism, which outlines communism and socialism, and even going back a little bit to the old way of doing government. So, anyhow, I know that's a quick unit, but it doesn't take us too long in class, so the podcast wouldn't take too long either. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. Have a wonderful day, podcast gang!